Teddy talk, yeah. Hello, can you speak into your mic? Ah! <laughs> 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 it's the look at the end. That's why Gak's an guest on someone's podcast <laughs> and be really normal in the setup as soon as the mics start rolling yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we can probably discuss that so what do you feel about the new variant Andrew <laughs> <laughs> what do you think would happen if you went on like the Andrew Marr show <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how there's just nothing in the playbook of how to respond <laughs> <laughs> Would you get taken off? How long? <laughs> so do you think it's really safe uh, leaving shops, <laughs> leaving shops and restaurants open when it's clear that the COVID numbers are rising so much, Andrew? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, this is. I can't, I can't really, I don't really understand what you're doing. They'd have to just cut. Yeah, you'd be cut off. You'd, 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 you'd cut to us. You'd cut. How many would you get in though? How many? Two. <laughs> Two, they'd cut you off on the second one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fact. Because the first one might, you know, you might be having a seizure or something. The second one they realise... Because when they stop and he's clearly answering questions with the noise, then but just, they realise something was up. Yeah, but I don't think there's no, there's no protocol. I just don't think I don't think anyone was ready for that. You know, I just think no no one's ready for someone. Well, it's like if someone comes on air and just starts shouting "fuck." No, it's not. Well, it's not in terms of the content. Yeah, because that's like genuinely like yeah. But there's there's clear there's clear procedure for when someone yeah, swears. Yeah, I think the, the procedure would double up for when someone swears if someone goes. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing as swearing on TV. It can't go on. Yeah, but I think what you do is if they cut to an advert break, you'd be like, oh, I promise I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, I sorry, promise. I'm bad now. I'm bad now. Let's come. Let's do the slot. Let's do the slot. That would be them. The best practical joke you can do. What? Develop a career. Yeah, develop a career. Like a serious, serious <laughs> renowned political, career. Political pundit. <laughs> Finally get on, on the Andrew Marr show as an interview and then balls it up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hello and welcome back to another episode. Oh, I didn't see you there. Uh, yeah, sorry. You just caught a candied conversation. Um, well, yes, this is the, the Omicron special, I guess. This is COVID Christmas. It's striked again. Uh, Omicron! Yeah, it's funny because it, this is having a real deja vu is sort of that feeling of the sort of pirate radio feeling of like we're on a boat in the middle of the Atlantic yeah. and this is our only sort of connection with the world again. I, we feel very isolated again. Stranded. Yeah, because it seemed in the last... For was it the day before yesterday where it all went mental? The day before yesterday, yeah. Day before it was, it was Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. yeah. On Tuesday it just felt like everything shifted when 
every single person we knew sort of got some COVID or new COVID. Or close contact to a a COVID Easter. Yeah, so it just immediately just flipped. Everyone started cancelling plans and it became very real again. Yeah. Um, And then I think both of us kind of, we sort of went into isolation mode. Yeah. And and acted quite like, I don't know, I, I certainly acted... I, I kind of panicked a little bit and sort of just like... You just went around the house screaming. <laughs> no, I just sort of just... I don't know. I just... I, <laughs> it's hard to know what to do. I, 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 I you know, we we, 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 we ate KFC two nights in a row and drank a lot. That happened. Um, and I'm back on the booze. Back on the booze. And it's just any... I, don't, I haven't had got anything done, even though I've had more time to do it than ever because well, it, we, just, we it just bre- feels we real. We had breakfast at 1.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was two, I think. Was it two, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's, it's no, no, no! I had a call at two thirty, and I came. Out. It was two. It was two fifty. We, we had, had breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I'm already drinking. It's really confusing. <laughs> I just like it was funny because my my schedule's completely cleared. Cancelled yeah. gigs. I have all this time to do all this work, and I just couldn't do any of it because it just it took it just us eight so- hours to do a sketch. It's horrible. Cutting out cardboard. Yeah. Um, Making, so I, 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 I just feel like I, I've reacted really erratically to. I think we the, both. I think we both fueled each other's. Ra- we just got sort of like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> we just presume we, we just eating fried chicken. We've just eaten loads of fried chicken. <laughs> loads of fried. Chicken. Loads of fried. A lot of fried chicken. In fairness, that's because. Um, look, I'm, I'm not really a KFC guy. I always have been. He always has been. Yeah. Um, but there's something about the the gravy adverts. The Christmas gravy adverts that really sucked me in. And really, I was like, you know what? Christmas cheer? No, just the gravy. The, gra- the gravy, yeah, just, just the like, meat juice. Let's not dress it up. <laughs> it, is. What it, is. it is just pure meat juice. <laughs> meat juice. There is something. So it's, it's to dip your chicken in, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, you've put it on your burger as well if you feel so inclined. Is that the gravy? The one where they have the little hash brown that's shaped? Yeah, I took the hash brown out. Too much. It's a bit too much. Yeah. I don't need that much. It's overkill. Much in there. Yeah. Just, just give me the chicken, the salad, and but, the gravy. But on the on the night before, so our first KFC, I um I was very excited about the gravy. This is actually. a great anecdote, by the way. <laughs> it's nearly over. <laughs> uh, they, did, they didn't bring the gravy. Um, <laughs> so I was gravyless, <laughs> which was not what you want. I thought, yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah, everyone seems to have COVID. Yeah, I might have to spend another Christmas by myself. I'm going to get a KFC. It felt like... Um, I'm going to get some KFC gravy and they didn't supply me with the gravy. It felt sort of weirdly like a snow day. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah, there's yeah. The, the, the crazed sort of... Well, uh, I've been off work for a while. Yeah, you've been well. off work because our Wi-Fi's been, been down. I think that's the real fuel of the anarchy. Yeah. It's our Wi-Fi's like, just fucked itself it's, and it's every, really, every single we, person pretty much who's been... Helping us has been really unhelpful at every stage. They've every... always been the least unhelpful people. We haven't had Wi-Fi They've for a week. They've asked us one question a hundred times: <laughs> yes. "Is your light orange?" Yes. <laughs> and we've been past the different people saying, "What is your light orange?" Yeah, no, it is. And then, no, no. What they do time. is they ask, "Is your light orange?" Okay, this is above my pay grade. You're gonna have to speak to someone else. I think. An and how long? Will, how long will that be? Three working, Three working days over the weekend. Then so five days. Five days go by. Is your is your light orange? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this oh, is, we're going to oh. need to call someone else because it's a bit above my station. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe an orange light means you'll just eventually get in touch with the CEO of Toys. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think he'll even know what to do with an orange light. But it's been it's been a week with no Wi-Fi. Yeah. Now. So you've taken a week off work as I, well. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't work. 
So that, I think that's probably added to your sort of like... Well, it's been mental. You, there was your one snow day, day party vibes. There was one day when me and Adam sat in the living room. I was on TikTok for nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just watching me look at TikTok. Yeah. Just staring at me with a blank face. Not even like wondering what was going on in the videos. <laughs> not laughing when I... I wasn't even laughing either. Yeah. That was... It was a very odd day and that is just... I mean, that's just kind of rolled on into the weekend and then into here. Sometimes watching TikToks is like having a big tube of Pringles and just each one is you're just like, you can't th- th- I've eaten enough Pringles now, yeah. but then you see there's still more in the tart. But the sc- <laughs> just scrolling through, it's just like... <laughs> oh, well, why not? <laughs> I mean, it's... It's the genius of the, instead of, because it used to be, I guess, with other stuff, you like maybe swipe to the side. Yeah. You? But you just swipe it up, it's like, oh, it was there anyway. Yeah, it was. It was anyway, I need to get, but it's the feeling of you want to get to the end of the tape. Yeah, is it? You're trying exactly. to, do you know what, TikTok, it's like when you have masking tape and you don't know where the end bit is. Yeah. So you're just constantly <laughs> yeah. searching. searching. There's no idea what you're looking for. Searching for yourself. <laughs> well, I swear it's here. And you just keep going over the same shit. It must shit. be there. It must be there. Um, well, that's the big controversy about the guy. The guy who created the never-ending timeline has publicly apologised. I see. Yeah. Because yeah. that's why we're all so Because if, if it's like, remember when we used to have pages? When, when you get to the bottom of page one, you then click on page two, like on Google search or something. Yeah, yeah. And then once you get to the bottom of page one, you're like, that's enough. Yeah. But then when there isn't, there's just one long page, you're constantly searching for the end. Do you think it's like potentially biopic territory for the guy who invented the never-ending scroll? I don't know much about his personal life. Yeah, but I wonder if it's because it, he had such good intentions and it's sort of like... And then he's... It's kind of like the rise and fall of like, you yeah, know. Incredible. He's got this sort of story where it's he, he's set out his like, these these utopian dreams yeah. that, you know, the scr- yeah. you know it opens with just loads of people reaching the end of a page and being like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. Another, <laughs> another end of page. Like, God, I wish I didn't have to click. And then you had the rise as he invents Ding. it. Yeah, and then he right. keeps doing it. Everything seems to be better and then slowly it starts to decay. And every and he realizes is what the terrible thing he's brought into this world also we went back to curries which is <laughs> is not a good sign it, it, we had a wi-fi issue a year ago and we had to go to curries again and whenever you're in curries whenever we're in the curries in stepney green it's always for a bad reason often i think most every i've never been to curry slash pc world for an exciting time or like no. it or something i'm looking forward to yeah it's always because You've it's either because something's gone terribly wrong. Something's gone terribly like, wrong. You're you're really trying to do something and you need a wire. For it. <laughs> you just can't find the fucking wire. Yeah, and a, a shop where there's so many things, and then you you, well, you can't sort find of the wire home, and then you go into curries and you find the wire. Yeah, so. or this, but this, if you can't find something, there's like all these like bizarre different types of toasters mocking you. Exactly. It's like, oh no, we don't have that tiny wire that you need, but we do have like we have this air fryer. <laughs> you have f- there was fifty one. types of air fryer. Well, there was one piece of. Uh, technology technology that we had we just couldn't work out what the fuck it was it, it was called like um it was model called, x it was called yeah it was called model x jc and then it was this sort of like i don't know what it was like a, a vase sort of shape with like a cylinder with at the, the top this, like sieve type thing <laughs> it was it was absolutely my, my best guess was a rice cooker but i don't think it was a good guess i don't think it was a good guess at all because it didn't like, have a lid with the naming of it they didn't even know what it was yeah. <laughs> So the content for now that it seems for the, the foreseeable future, there's not really much going on in our lives. This is sort of going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Discussing different models of technology. It comes. 
not knowing what they are and thinking that passes as interesting podcast. <laughs> Uh, I certainly, the, 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 the feeling when we found out that everyone was getting isolated, we both kind of looked at each, I think once you started really kicking your shoes off, like, right, you're, yeah. you're, you're settling in for the long, yeah. it was um, sort of like when I was in a school play when I was a kid um, in London, I was, it was Joseph Technical Dreamcoat, and then afterwards there was this sort of mad frantic thing, I didn't really understand what was happening, but I was allowed to go to a friend's house, and there was just this kind of, school was off, and we had the day off, and it was really unclear what happened, no, seven, it. seven boings. Uh, so, so it felt like that? Yeah, it felt like that. <laughs> and sadly, well, the, the perverse thing is it was one of the best days of my life because I had no idea what the 77 bombings was, but I got to, after doing it, smashing a school a play. Clip, isn't it? <laughs> the 77 bombings were the best day of my life. <laughs> Great. You can clip it up, clip it up. Clip it up, get that one out on TikTok. <laughs> I quite pervert, right, it's almost like... Is this going to be perverted? Yeah, it's going to be absolutely <laughs> It's going to be deviant. <laughs> Buckle in, guys. Um, I, as I was saying on the last podcast, um, perversely like the idea of, of lockdown again. Um, and I think that's just because I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed that day when it all started kicking off. I like the drama. What, like, what have been the highlights of... Uh, so the, the, the big one was yeah. that news conference where he announced you have to stay inside, basically. Yeah, Announced yeah. the first lockdown. That was sort of the that big, was, crazy was big. day. That was cool, yeah. That felt like kind of war shelter style, style things. Yeah. What other... Well, any announcement on lockdown. The, the biggest one for me was the Christmas announcement. When he cancelled Christmas. Yeah, because I was literally on the way... On, I was on the Eurostar trying to get back to London <laughs> and he announced it on the Eurostar about London going into tier three so I was literally I got out with St Pancras and I was like yeah I, you were all gone yeah I was like well I guess I'm going home now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as in coming back here and yeah. then being by myself and so, you had Christmas alone again but you told me that you're you, part of you's like sort of ready for the misery of a second Christmas it's alone just <laughs> it's, just so it's just hilarious it's just so funny <laughs> I just find it so hilarious because I just wake up at Christmas day and I'm like Merry Christmas to no one <laughs> and it's just me and I'm like, I'm like, I wonder what I'm going to do today. Might cook something. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I can't even. Is it even a good day compared to most days? It was hilarious. <laughs> it was just funny. I kept like, because everything you do is funny. Like, even if I watch something on the TV, I'm like, it's Christmas Day. <laughs> and I'm just looking around and there's no one. And it's Christmas Day. It's so funny. I do find it perversely hilarious for some reason. Um, but it might be because I realised the Christmas before that I was working from one p until ten, so I, it would be nice to see the family for Christmas. For yeah, for Maybe one spend year, some Christmas time <laughs> with them. But we'll. But see. also, it's a big charm. But also, it is hilarious being by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. So we'll see. I mean, there's a fair chance. Uh, I don't know. I need to do this. Um, what's it called? PCR test to see if I can go home or not. Yeah, because a lot of our friends have had it. Um, but after la after we did the sketch last time, we got drunk and had our second KFC, which you know, uh, two KFCs in a row is it, it takes its toll on certainly my my system. Well, that's why I mentioned the gravy <laughs> because I wouldn't look, I wouldn't under normal circumstances I wouldn't usually ever have just like two takeaways maybe in a row or particularly from fast food chains as such. 
But I feel like we've earned it and I wanted some gravy. You may continue with your story. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Andrew really... Wait, once I can't he... even go for three. What? <laughs> that was great. I really don't want to go for three. I really don't want to I do that. I might make a ragu instead. Anyway, continue. I think I think um, the Colonel's five spice formula is starting to really seep well, into my bloodstream. It hit me hard. I, I <laughs> ate the KFC. Because we, we, we ate the KFC about... Very, pretty Very fun. late. And very late. Very, yeah, and then yeah. went straight to sleep. Yeah. Um, which yeah, is you're, you're yeah, yeah. not really meant to eat a giant yeah. meal and then immediately go to sleep. Yeah. So then I had we one of the wife full of fried chicken whilst watching this drug like <laughs> drug cartel drug thing cartel in the dark. Drama. In the dark. <laughs> Drunk as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one point which you didn't react to that much, but I was in my duvet and I, I had a I had a takeaway Guinness from the pub on the on the table and I reached for it. And I just fell completely off the sofa. <laughs> I was reaching for it. And I just fell off. I thought you dropped something. No, I was reaching for the Guinness. Yeah. And I fell off. (laughs) And then I started laughing. That's like a a Renaissance. That's that's like a Renaissance painting. It's you just sort of reaching out. (laughs) It says a lot. It says a lot. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really. That's a low point. It was such a flop. You're you're covered in fried and fried chicken. Fried chicken and gravy. (laughs) (laughs) If you just reach out. Akio beer. <laughs> um, and so I went to bed and then I had genuinely one of the wildest fucking nights of my life. I slept for three hours. I went to, properly went to bed at two and then woke up at five. And then when I tried to go back to sleep, I didn't, I, it was a, I got out of bed uh, about 12.45, quarter to one yeah. in the end. So I, I, and I was dipping in and out of consciousness for six hours. And it was one of the most like wild rides I've ever been on in any sort of dreamscape. The problem was I was having a fever dream. So it was like yeah. reality was kept and there's loads of shit going on You're with loads. Cool, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Maybe. I mean, it was wild. That's a, that's like it was, dream. it was fucking wild. And I, but it wasn't like scary. It was kind of thrilling. Yeah. But what was so mad about the dream is that in the dream, I re- revealed when I thought what I was in a forest yeah. was that I was in a VR. Yeah printed background in this sort of like leisure center and it it was like a really like it it, so but it was weirdly done so it was like you were there and you you did not react to the vr like it was mad you i can imagine (laughs) but it was this sort of like giant like leisure center but yeah it was one of those shitty british leisure centers with another layer of reality projected onto it so it was sort of absolutely it was and it's that's kind of my main sort of interest is like when it's like reality within reality within reality and you could completely because you know maybe this this could be this might not even be based reality you know well, here now well we had because there's the vr there was the forest there was the leisure center there's this and i could easily still be in bed do you know what i mean <laughs> oh my god maybe we're are you suggesting we're in a leisure center right now no. And that you were VRing this, and then in the VR you went to sleep. And no, I'm suggesting we another. might be somewhere else dreaming about this. Is dreaming about this, that I've woken up in this reality, and what the dream I had before was of a leisure centre with us, a VR I forest. think we're in a leisure centre. Okay. In VR. And in the VR, it was us eating two KFCs, and then going to sleep, and then you had a dream in that VR reality that you were in a forest, which was actually a VR in a leisure center. 
I think one of, it could be one of the... Should we keep going? One of the worst VR experiences if we use our VR. Because the metaverse is now coming good and strong where it's looking like... <clears throat> Absolutely. It's looking like we, we might reach the kind of even most <laughs> ambitious ideas of what VR could be. Yeah. Where anything's possible. And I like the idea of being in this sort of mouldy house getting a KFC. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we use the metaverse. <laughs> the metaverse. <laughs> Just to eat too much chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and to have horrible dreams. Drink too much. That's the peak of technology, isn't it? Well, I would. Well, that's an interesting way for VR to go. If we could simulate taste and eating, then no one would be fat. No one. No one. I bet some people would still be fat. Some people. Because they can't help themselves. We'll, we'll look at you. Uh, how would you use the metaverse if it came, came I've good? Just, I've just said that. What, just eat yeah. KFC? Yeah, you could go in and you could be like, oh, I'll have a massive meal. And then. There's a lot of other, there's a lot of other things you can explore. Correct. <laughs> I failed to see your point. Well, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if in the VR world, people are going to have. Like, we know a lot of people who, you know, aren't crazy ambitious with lifestyle or how they. Do you know what I mean? Well, like a lot of losers. No, no, people who are content. I just, I yeah. can imagine. I just, I wonder how they would treat the metaverse. Like, do you know? I think, I, I think Adam would just simulate an office job. <laughs> <laughs> you can have anything you want. This, I'm fine with this. No, this is cool. <laughs> or just like, just have wings or something, but just have a normal flight. <laughs> That's it. doesn't even use them to fly. <laughs> Why would I? Why would I? <laughs> Why, if you're happy, you're happy. Contentness is contentness. Slam dunk it. Contentness is contentness. Is I also it? woke up at 7.30. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll have a, uh, have a quick vape. Um, oh. Lent over for my vape. Well, a, a cheeky 7.30. A cheeky 7.30 vape um, Really? Are you waking up in the middle of the night? And Well, I was kind of more awake. I was like, oh. You know, like one of them. Oh. I guess I'd never have that urge of being like, oh, fucking hell. Because you're not as addicted to nicotine. No, it's it? true. I so. Much like the reach for the Guinness, I reached for the vape and I didn't, I didn't fall off the bed. <laughs> but I knocked the vape off and then it like broke. And then that's the annoying thing because I was like, oh, I don't really I don't really care about it that much, but I want to make sure it's not properly broken. So then <laughs> I had to scramble around the floor trying to find where the other thing was, like the top of it. And then two of the magnet things. While you're come doing off. this, I'm hurtling yeah, through space and time. <laughs> And I'm just like, where the fuck is, is that magnet thing? <laughs> so there were these two little things. I had, to, I had to turn the light on there. These two little things that are magnetized. So then, and I couldn't get them off because the magnet was so strong. So I was like, so at, at 7 a.m. feeding KFC up and pretty hungover and tired. <laughs> I was trying to work out what in my room would be able to attract maybe a negative or a positive force from this magnet. Um, and I found some coins. And do they work? The silver didn't, the copper did. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, I was, and actually, I was pretty fucking happy with myself. I was like, I reckon co- it would be one of these two. The silver didn't, and I thought, you know what, the copper's not going to work either. But bam, bang, it did. So, this is the, once again, this is the sort of thrilling content you're going to be getting for the next yeah. couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> but uh, have you seen any Christmas films over the period? Do you like Christmas films? Do you find any sort of no I don't don't and I'm not gonna keep up this veneer of pretending to like them nor do I want to be on the other account that's like fuck Christmas haha I don't want to use either of these as a form of a personality I feel people who say fuck Christmas do wear fedoras yes do you know what I mean yeah yeah they're something edgelordy and sort of like or quite burly women like who like my manager at work (laughs) (laughs) 
did feel very specific yeah, and pointed. Well, there's just this whole thing at work. Like, there's some Christmas stands who love Christmas. Christmas stands? Christmas stands. And they post things in the channel that's like, oh, pick your pick your Christmas snacks and your Christmas, like, is A, a is a list of films, B is a yeah. list of snacks, C is a list of drinks, and it's what's your perfect Christmas evening. So there's those, and then there's others who are like, oh, I don't like Christmas. Bar humbug. I'm a Scrooge. I don't want to be either of those. Yeah, so the debate is. I don't care. Yeah. That's, it's fine. I don't, I'm not, I don't like Christmas films. They're generally bad. Sure. Um, they can be fun, sure, for an evening. I, they, they can be fun. They're not good, obviously. Obviously. Um, and that's the end of that. Our but, flatmate, Adam has this quite strange thing where he will actively like miss social plans to not see films because he actively doesn't like films. Hates films. He just doesn't like He films. doesn't. When on the day that we didn't have any Wi-Fi, well, on one of the days he didn't have any Wi-Fi and he was staring at a wall and at me watching TikTok videos, We, I had plans with his friends as well to go bowling, but he doesn't like bowling, so he just didn't go. So he stayed by himself at home with no Wi-Fi. He managed to download... A, a Christmas film. A Christmas, for the four Christmases, which is an hour and a half. And that was all he, I left at like 4 p.m. That's all he had. He had an hour and a half of content, but he hates bowling and activity so much that he'd pr- prefer to stay at home. Yeah. Um, the w- weird thing about him is that he, I, I, I mean, this does really show how d- deeply pathological his illness is. Yeah, uh, his personality disorder. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't like films, but he's obsessed about Christmas films, which is a like that's a double red flag. It's a massive red. I mean, flag. that's mental, it's, isn't it? That is that is crackers and cheese. Isn't it's it? crackers that's and Billy cheese. Chunkers. It's crackers and cheese from the the guy. I don't like films the, apart from will, I know every Christmas film and I love Christmas films. And have the guy doesn't have many opinions on things <laughs> either. But you you start talking about Christmas and suddenly he's fucking I don't know who's got a lot of opinions. Brian. Cox, the scientist. Um, the universe is massive. <laughs> <laughs> Again, an opinion. <laughs> Another clear opinion from Brian Cox. It's just so big. It's just a big fucking gas giant. <laughs> just one of those big gas. So this is Jupiter. It's fucking just really just, big. Just fucking. But massive. the sun is bigger. But it's huge. Nothing's like. as big as the universe apart from maybe the multiverse. It really just makes you think about who we are it's and what like our this. place is in so the universe. It, if the if the Earth's an apple, I'm then a the pear. universe no, wait, that is doesn't a work. really big apple. It's like huge, like a massive <laughs> apple. Brian, stop <laughs> telling us all your opinions on things. Why we need to stop these these straight white men, these opinionated straight opinionated white men, straight forcing white their men. forcing opinions. their toxic opinions. opinions. Universe is massive. Just Brian, massive. Brian, <laughs> let someone else speak for once, okay? We've stop heard enough. Women up on on question time. <laughs> but the universe is just like this it's big, just like it's big. Like, imagine imagine a handful of blackberries. Imagine like a pie. Like a big pie. <laughs> Like a big old pie, and then a star. Star's like the dusting of the pie, and then you cut into it, and that's us. That's who we are. It's our place in the universe. Makes you think, doesn't it? it really makes you think about our place in the universe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's a very uh, ill man. But um, <laughs> a- Adam, not Brian. <laughs> not Adam. Big Brian stands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we didn't have Wi-Fi, which is like. It is. It feels like when when we got called by Talk Talk and they're like, "Oh, okay, you're going to have to wait probably around seven days with no Wi-Fi." Hmm. It felt like this can't be the procedure because yeah. without Wi-Fi, 
life does become kind of ridiculous and very hard to live because yeah. everything is like none of us could work no. you can't watch any tv that was tough <laughs> I it's like it just shows you that there's nothing you can sort of do yeah yeah other than tiktok on 4g, on 4G that's sort that of was like, running out and speed. it's like you're doing that all week and yeah. it's like it just shows how reliant you are and so we all went a bit mad because you, you you watch tiktok for nine hours on your own i then picked up my fifa career mode and my old one hadn't saved so i had to start again um and i knew i was gonna i was only gonna do it for a day so it felt very weird and <laughs> yeah. when you start in a career mode I still invested in youth and sort of laid down the building blocks for like, like because like, you because you have to still be a good manager, <laughs> even though you're only going to play for a day. You can't leave day. the club by it. You can't leave the club poorly. So I spent out mate, mate, most of it was sort of like re- researching young talent, training, try, trying to be like you know maybe this season we yeah. won't we won't get our goal because but without I'm that investing it's not in fun. the future without that <laughs> the it's whole not point. Fun. Yeah. So I was investing otherwise in... you might as well just be playing kickoff <laughs> exactly it's, very... it's all about investing yeah. in the future <laughs> um, but I, I have watched a Christmas film recently what did you watch Love Actually okay what did you think of Love Actually I enjoyed it because it was the first time you've seen it it was the first time I've seen it um, I, I, I enjoyed it I liked the roller coaster ride of it, it was, roller coaster yeah it was up it was down <laughs> it was left it was right upside down a couple of times um, and all came crashing to a horrible conclusion yeah um, no I like I, I thought it was one of the better Christmas films I've sure. watched it yeah. was just like it's just fun I mean there is some of the plot lines are obscene of course and some of them are pretty bleak yeah. in when Professor Snape wants to cheat on his wife kind of thing yeah I don't see there's a great resolution to that at no. the end. just because they hug each other at an airport doesn't mean that he didn't really want to fuck a woman he really well did. he did he didn't though i mean who also who starts an affair by buying them a necklace how would you start an affair by having sex with them <laughs> <laughs> like come very on different men we are, yeah me and alan rickman have got a massive difference in how to have it wasn't about it wasn't him what do you mean it wasn't about him it wasn't it wasn't alan rickman wasn't playing himself what? <laughs> I thought they were all playing themselves. <laughs> Hugh Grant was PM, wasn't he? <laughs> this is just an incorrect reality, I'm supposed <laughs> No, um, I, yeah, because I, I think the good thing about it was often I don't like Christmas films because the stories are quite bad and they're way too wholesome. So the fact that there was like eight stories meant that you kind of oh great uh, you don't want to i didn't have to sit through one story for too long because i was like oh this is happening over there There was enough lessons being learned that it wasn't yeah it wasn't like keep reiterating the same lessons yeah yeah like we learned lots of different things we, we you had to keep it brief there were so many storylines i forgot i rewatched yeah. it as well it's astonishing i, I forgot how I many eight or something. there was uh what's the fucking name of the woman who's in ozark well, i American. don't know her name but um, yeah Sit, 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 sit. No, I don't see, know. Her name. I don't know. Cla- uh, Catherine. Kate, I, I thought it was Kate. 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 We don't know. Very good actress. Th- very. Good. I, was like, I forgot completely about. I was like, she yeah. has a storyline as well. And it, it, it's astonishing the amount, the amount of content they cram into that film. Because yeah. like, just I thought it was oh, she wants to have sex with her coworker, and suddenly she's got a brother in in, in a mental hospital. Yeah, and that's why she can't have. And sex it's like we can't really spend much time on this. Yeah, that was it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what have I? What am I meant to take from that? Yeah. Well, I I find I'm sort of quietly obsessed. Quietly um, obsessed with hasn't been quiet for this week. Because <laughs> no, this is the fourth time I've heard this point. Um, with the, this sort of period in British media from 1997 to probably. 2005 but until the Iraq war is really kicking off yeah uh, early noughties late 90s Blair years where 
the depiction of London in films is kind of fascinating. The other one in this canon is uh, Sliding Doors. Is that what it's called? Sliding Doors, the one with Gwyneth Paltrow, where she misses. one that I haven't seen. She goes to a train, she gets it. Yeah. She catches spoke her, about her boyfriend this. cheating. She yeah, misses yeah. it. Ridiculous film, but the, um, Sliding Doors, Closer, the one with Natalie Portman, um, and it's all about relationship <laughs> stuff, all set in this kind of period of London. Love Actually, and the Will Young... Uh, music video I think I better leave right now <laughs> <laughs> the one well, way we have discussed this <laughs> I remember discussing Will Young and Sliding Doors yeah. in the same conversation yeah, yeah. so it's one to add to the canon it adds to the canon of yeah. this period of kind of quite naive hope yeah. of like it was just after Blair being elected and it was sort of like we're all gonna be okay after the Second World War, Britain was on a terminal decline, and then Blair comes in, and suddenly it's like we're our own thing. Even it's summed up by uh, Hugh Grant's speech about um, uh, against the U.S. president. Oh yeah, where he's like David Brackett's very poor for, diplomacy, uh, by the way. Terrible. I mean, Awful like risking these guys are nuclear options. Yeah, what? Just because he your biggest ally kissed a lady. <laughs> it's absolutely te- like mental sort of behaviour. Honestly, <laughs> and just the way that it was just heralded. Like, and I think that's the biggest point about. I would like to see the fallout, especially yeah. in the states of like this is you can't be a professional diplomat and sort of embarrass the most powerful person in the world. Yeah, like that. there'd be so many Over sanctions. Something so small, something so small as well. It, no, and and the, just the way that some he's a hero in like, a national no, no, hero the, guy, he should not no, be the media would be absolutely ripping the cunt to shreds <laughs> he can't do that what do you mean he's pissing everyone off but it, it sums up the kind it of confidence in it. the idea of Britishness not you don't see yeah. a, an ounce of Englishness the idea of England doesn't really exist in this sort of thing it is Britain this yeah. new Britain this kind of summed up by, and also the hilarious dress sense of a lot of them that sort of there was the, there's that kind of like the messy, the 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 styled messy Zipped hair, fleeces, Zipped and scarves. fleeces, um, and that is an an, an oft, not often talked about generation is the Gen Xers. We talk about boomers, we talk about millennials, we talk about Zoomers, but I think that that sort of collection it was when the Gen Xers were holding the levers of cultural power. This is when they controlled it, yeah. and I think Love actually is the ultimate Gen X film because it shows yeah. up. That's our dad's generation. It shows. Okay, like, I, I didn't need that. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I still don't understand it. I just because there's boomers in. who are straight after Second World War. Whoever's born from 1945 to 1960. Then there was Gen X as nineteen sixty yeah. to nineteen eighty. Yeah. Then millennials nineteen eighty yeah. to nineteen. You do this every every because I it's my fault I don't understand it because when you start I just zone out. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Though, whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother to learn it. Yeah. But no, I, I I see that. So what our parents' generation? Yeah, and it's just funny seeing the kind of like and even watching Notting Hill, which is done by the same guy as Love Actually, um, set in the same sort of London. It's like this idea that he's this sort of like dishevelled failing book salesman who lives yeah. in a, a house in Notting Hill yeah. and it's like just the ideas of what was shabby and chic yeah, is just yeah, so yeah. and the way that now. and the way that they kind of presented not living really, with a house with holes in with rats yeah exactly present really posh white straight people and it's sort of like universally accepted as like that's fine presenting Britain as kind of only being about these sort of people do you know what I mean yeah, really. yeah. Um, and now it just it's funny to me that now the idea of Britishness is, it was such a, 
we sort of fucked it. Like yeah. with the high hopes of that period, it's yeah. like they, if they only could see how downhill it's gone. Like you couldn't make anything at remotely close <laughs> to love actually. Oh now. my god, no! <laughs> it's, it's, my god, nothing, nothing like it. No one owns anything. No, everyone hates each other. Everyone's poor. Um, no one. Europe hates Britain. Yeah, you know? I mean, just particularly America the prime minister. Pity us. The prime minister um, story. It just it just wouldn't fly in the slightest. Not it's at just all. The, the contempt for politicians and posh people as well, because the Hugh Grant sort yeah. of he sort of brought back an acceptable they're all, face. They're all pretty insufferably posh. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them. Exactly. Kieran Knightley, but then they all yeah. have this sort of thing like, oh, we're living these shabby kind of normal lives, which is yeah. now if you talk about now being like owning a place in London, living in London, working, having, having a, a owning a bookstore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're smashing it, mate. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, um, and but Hugh Grant for a while was sort of the acceptable face of poshness, of like a way of like the bumbling buffoon and that sort of thing where it was like, oh, isn't it nice that he's got this sort of dignified kind mm. of, he knows all these manners of politeness, but he's just so sweet. And like that just cannot fly now because no. they know how, how, how deep the, the, the horrors of the class system. Class <laughs> manipulation occur, yeah. <laughs> it's really, I guess it's, it's just at the start of its militant expression that's happening. They're not, they're not contending with financial crises and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all I have to say on that matter. But do watch the Will Young uh, Think I Better Leave Right Now video because it is a real blast back through time of a, of a, of a, 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 a more innocent time. Um, uh, and, and maybe, and maybe what, what happens here is a good way to trace this concept of Britishness and London particularly is almost immediately after you get you get Sherlock you oh, get BBC yeah. Sherlock a while back but yeah you when, when was when did Sherlock come out maybe like 10 years after 10 years after well but you talk about the period about up to like 2005 yeah Sherlock was out was it not out like that early I think it was like 2012 wasn't it? I, I have no idea because I missed I didn't watch it carry on I'll, I'll find out I'll do a bit of research I didn't watch it originally I've got nothing to carry on with as of yet what was that? Was, was that? Was that it? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Well, that was because that was quite key to the that, point. That was aggressively Britishness, but it was a new sort of Britishness. There's a bit it? more bleakness. Yeah, it's a little but it, bit it's more. Still torn quite out. London. It's got this this like, pride and yeah. there's although it's there's there's a bit more like, concepts of corruption and stuff going in. And, and you can almost see that through the series. Class like, tensions are slightly. Kind of, they're, they're slightly a bit there. Are, there yeah, you can still have in a, like an insufferably posh main character. Like some sort of whiz, yeah. Um, but it's it's still aggressively like the it's like a love of it's like a love letter to London, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, these yeah. things and that that is horrible. I hate it. Mm. Um, but then you watch it quite obsessively, which I when when we were talking about like ranking of like the worst fans, I remember I did say I threw Sherlock in the mix and then you defended it. And I didn't realize that was actually because you were watching it. <laughs> At the time, at the time. When, when you were, when you were <laughs> slacking off Doctor Who, I was like, "Yeah, and Sherlock fans." You're like, "No, no, 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 leave them sure. out of it." <laughs> not those guys. And I was like, "I always found it interesting." And then, There's... then I found out that you've kind of you've watched it five times through. <laughs> There's a difference between watching something and being a super fan of it. You can watch something five times <laughs> and not want to discuss it with anyone. You can have I have internal. You're not on the forums. I have internalized shame about watching it, essentially. But it's it's just got so goddamn watchable. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> No, it's the more I watch it, the more I begin to loathe it. I mean, when you say the more I watch it, you are on like a fourth time. <laughs> Correct, yeah. It's, I've, I think I've got a bit of a sucker for detective stuff. Yeah, I th you always have. You love that kind I, of stuff. I do like that kind of shit. And I like, 
I, I like some because everything now is a lot more bleak detective things as in more noir kind of darker shit it's like rape cases like yeah. domestic abuse whereas I just want to I just want to see what's her, like this I want to see him unfold a puzzle why yeah. are all these Thatcher heads being broken yeah. let's fi- let, I'm, I'm let's sure Sherlock will be able Sherlock to work it out, out. Um, it's obscene um, I think that, that if I was going to write an essay on it, I'd be, it'd be on the presentation of cleverness. I think that is sort of the most fascinating thing. Yeah, is the akin to autism, <laughs> sort of. But it's just like, yeah, it's this kind of like sapiosexual sort of thing where it's like everyone's on a sort of scale of intelligence. Yeah. Uh, it's how how they present stupidity and how they present present cleverness. Yeah, and it's like you know Benedict Cumberbatch versus at, um, his counterpart Moriarty. That sort of like. That, oh, these are the two clever ones yeah. back off let, back them, off. let, let them let them play <laughs> <laughs> because everyone else is just no way near them and when you look back it's like it's not Moriarty isn't really clever is he not? no well you never really see him do any really clever stuff I thought he was super clever yeah he's, but he's, no, always... because you're per- because he goes you think he's super <laughs> clever but then when you actually look at the stuff he does, it's not like fucking genius. Do you not think? No, he just destroys he his reputation. He doesn't do mad things. Oh, really? He just owns a network of criminals or something. That's I've never clever. seen Moriarty do anything. Yeah, well, he's just... Don't get me wrong. Sherlock meeting clever people and then being more clever than them. And then it's like the next episode he meets... Like, and then it'll be like, clever, clever, clever. And he's kind of... There's obviously the Moriarty's like the overarching clever... Uh, clever and, man, the clever uh, anti-clever. Well, like the mean, evil, mean, mean, clever, mean, man. clever. Whereas yeah. Sherlock's nice, clever, nice, clever, and his brothers in between the two. Yeah, and then um, every episode, it's got like minor, mean, clever characters that he has the best with yes. his own cleverness. Correct. Yes, and then throughout that, yeah. you'll have people who aren't clever, sort of relie- relieving the tension. Yeah, you know, you build them up always... like clever, 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 and then it'll normally be a and working class fr- or they're rural. All, they're all... <laughs> I was literally about to say they're yeah. either Cockney I've got a, a or West like, Country accent they're like yellow <laughs> we don't want no one here from London if <laughs> you're clever words <laughs> just fucking it's like Benedict Cumberbatch going and then and, Liberty uh, and then Time to his eyes going what's all you got a nice big coat on what's my name Sherlock they do hit the juxtapositions hard in that show yeah and then you've got the kind of medium clever but mainly a good good soul um, and, and and more his sort of moral his lack of autism. I think you might skill. be talking about Dr. John Hamish Watson. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have put my finger on where you're going. With Who, this. I watched an episode with you once again in this this um, doing a lot of things I wouldn't normally do because <laughs> <laughs> it is we, we kind of we don't really know what the right thing to do because of isolation. We did watch that episode together. Well, we I had an forget- argument on the way back from KFC last night, drunk about whether we we're going to watch Sherlock or another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, just let go I put my foot yeah. down. <laughs> you did put your foot down, yeah. Um, and I forgot how short his character is. And they don't... They well, don't... his character isn't short. Yeah, well, he is. Well, John... Not John. Your He's... character is as short Martin, as the actor Martin who plays Freeman. it, surely. Is it not? Well, not if it's been a very, very popular book series, famous book series. Maybe. You'd That's have an to read... question. No, it's not. Well, he's... Okay, fine, his actor... <laughs> It's not. This is like... It's if, not an interesting No, it's not. If, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not. not. It's, it's, it's dumb. Not Look, I'm, I'm going to put my foot down. <laughs> if it was just a screenplay that goes into a film and it stays in that iteration, then if a small person plays the character, the character is small. But if it's a, bu- <laughs> if it's a book, if it's a book, and that's where the character was created, therefore, is the character small in the book? I don't know. Is Neither he? do I. Yeah. I don't think I so. I don't think he is. Well, John C. Riley played him in... Um, Jude Law Holmes played and Watson. Him in, in, Jude Law and Jude Law's not that small, I don't think. No. Well, anyway, Robert he's, he's tiny, but and they don't mention the fact that he's tiny, and I'm like, it, they do. Do they? 
Yeah, they make some quips about it. Good. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. It was and like, you they, can't... They do make some fun quips later on about it. Um, just how about... And he walks really weirdly. Yeah, he, he walks does. like he's constipated. <laughs> and they, they allude to that. And more power to them. Honestly, more power to them. There should be more. He's like medium clever. Like he sometimes solves some stuff. Yeah. But in general, it's more his good natured heart that kind of um, is his main thing. But what he, he has, saves he the lives. That, he has that annoying trait. And it's also funny that he's a doctor and an army man. So he kind of, there's like, it's sort of they got two in one. So yeah, like, yeah. whenever something happens, he'll be like, I'm a doctor. And, and then he'll be like, oh, oh I'm, I'm also, an army man. Wait, were you a doctor? No, I'm both. I'm both. It's the cringiest. <laughs> whenever he pulls out his badge and says his full name and rank, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Dr. John Hamish Watson, 42 Cavaliers. Won't stop you watching it again Please when you watch the whole series. Yeah, I don't look. What else am I going to fucking do? What else am I going to fucking do? I finished Breaking Bad. Now, now what am I going to do? What other show is that? To be that? fair, after like Breaking Bad, you need a palate cleanser. You need a palate cleanser. Because after that, like the standard of that TV, it's, like, it's almost too, it's too good. Yeah. Now I need a palate cleanser before I go back to something else. Yeah. Something new. Um, but uh, what was I going to say about fucking... John, uh, John Hamish Watson John to you. Hamish Watson to John me. Hamish Watson. Um, he's small. He's small. He walks like he's constipated. <laughs> no, I had something. He looked his intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think that's. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that stands by with me was that, in, I remember the first episode when I watched it and it sort of blew my mind um, at the time was when he does the, the, that sort of, um, how, what, what, how would you describe it? Um, when he, he uh, Just to make a deduction. Deduction, yeah. He, he uses deduction, he's like crazy deductioning mm. um, and then he basically has this conclusion where he sees on the bottom of one of their phones yeah. like little like marks yeah. From and then he says, because of that, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Because you you come home drunk every night. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't put your thing. <laughs> I like that. Now look. <laughs> and then the guy's like, How did you know? It's like that is a mental assumption to make because people <laughs> Obviously it is. Now, if you're gonna watch Sherlock, you're obviously gonna have to suspend your disbelief, aren't you? Obviously. Obviously, <laughs> they're suspending. If you're getting that... too much into the nitty gritty of, I mean, oh, actually, I understand that. That's to... <laughs> just go along for the ride, mate. Just fucking switch your brain off for a second. Just go along for the ride. That's my that's my tips on how to watch Sherlock. Because you can have fun. <laughs> you can absolutely have fun. And every time when he goes into his mind palace, yeah. Well, yeah. No, oh, oh, oh. It's the hat. And sure, there's a lot of acting, but he's he's good in it. He's good yeah. in it. And, um, but I, I still like the reading of it of him doing all those things because nearly everything he says, he makes the assumption, and it's always right. And it's like that's like that's like at best fifty fifty. Yeah, I like the idea that he makes all these assumptions about characters. That someone's just like no, not at all, not even in the slightest. Yeah, that would be the best thing of him. <laughs> and you had this for lunch, and then, oh, and, then, and then your mother left you at this point. Oh, uh, no, mate, no, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> not even close, actually. <laughs> you know, that's that's was entirely wrong, Sherlock. If I was meeting Sherlock, I would purposely I'd be putting loads of stains and stuff. Well, it's done. Like there was one bit that I mean, a lot of bits have annoyed. Me. I'm, I'm not gonna lie but <laughs> on the fourth part day. of watching Sherlock is also kidding yourself that you're enjoying it that's that's part of it but it's like, like life. yeah exactly <laughs> that's why we want. life imitates just, art just pretend that it's fine and you're happy <laughs> but there's a bit 
There was a bit recently where it's like this guy had, he came in and was talking to him. And then he, Sherlock, miraculously deduced that he was eating something on a train or something. And then it all linked into another thing. Yeah. Um, but he he got that because he had a slight like tomato sauce mark on his, on his mouth. Yeah. And then you couldn't really, I think the cameras were put in a way that, in such a way that you couldn't see it when he first came in. Yeah. Then afterwards, it's like, it's huge. It's like the biggest <laughs> tomato sauce. But you're like, come on, come on. No one's fucking going around like that. Plus, I would have noticed that. You've had lunch today. <laughs> You've eaten some sort of lunch, haven't you? Yeah, I thought, I thought as much. <laughs> Powers of deduction. <laughs> like you come in and you're holding a big bloody axe <laughs> like dripping in blood oh, yeah. you recently murdered someone <laughs> oh, how did you know no what I was going to say about John actually was he has that annoying trait Dr. John Hamish Watson. Dr. John Hamish Watson he has that annoying trait that he's seen time and time again which is that he's one of those characters who never gets it do you know what I mean yeah where it's like you have like the maverick lead character who will say something crazy or do something. And John will never, ever... Dr. John Hamish. Dr. John Hamish will never, ever assume that um, he's he's got the right idea, like he yeah. does every episode. Well, that's the the problem with being Dr. John Hamish Watson, <laughs> is that in in you can't have... Because Sherlock's such a maverick genius or whatever, really you have to have. And to be honest, all Dr. John Hamish Watson is is a vehicle for the reader to understand Sherlock. What relative, like re- relative stupidity to the cleverness. Yeah, cause... well, because we need to be explained what the fuck's happening. Because yeah. otherwise, the only reason he exists is so that Sherlock can verbalise what the fuck is yeah, going yeah. on in his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And John goes, and that means John goes, what? <laughs> And then he explains it to us idiots. What we can't? Why are we going down there? The guy, the, the killer's running that way. Aha, but you didn't take into account the dot on his shoe. <laughs> but he ate tomato sauce for lunch. <laughs> You're gonna tell me what's going on, Sherlock? In time, John. In time. <laughs> but yeah. I just love to direct write one episode where just everything he does is just he just fights. like they run yeah, the yeah. opposite direction and then it's like we reach a dead end. It's like oh no, oh no, we probably should have we probably should have gone the obvious way <laughs> where the footprints led. But he has his shoes on backwards. <laughs> Why did you assume that his shoes were on backwards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that in hindsight that was that was a bad assumption to make. I don't know. I don't know why it was. Oh how? Why would he not? He had he had pasta for dinner last night. <laughs> His shoes must be on, must be on backwards. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's our Sherlock. But you know, if you're looking for something in a in this dark lockdown time, it's got, it's fun, it's got some comedic relief. Um, so that would be your, record, uh, your recommendation to the Boys Gone Wild fan base? Who... Well, if you're like, if you've just finished Breaking Bad and need a palate cleanser, then yeah. If you want your palate cleansed, watch Sherlock. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to discuss? Anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I don't. Uh, there's nothing. 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 We've uh, we 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 scraped the barrel. Um, and so stay stay safe time? over the Christmas uh, Christmas periods. Um, we will do a Christmas special. Yes. Probably once again, it will feel like it's going to be live from jail sort of vibes, it like it like like it was last well, time. Well, who knows where I'll be? Yeah. Um, but stay swife, stay swanky. Um, Keep the Christmas cheer vibing. Merry Christmas. <laughs>